New York yeah. dating is is messy. It's messed up. It's like no. It is messy. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Welcome back to Drinks First, the podcast in which you can meet New York City's kind of eligible. I'm your host, Ariana Nathani. Stay tuned till the end of the episode if you're interested in matching with our guest. All right, welcome back to Drinks First. This is the first interview I'm doing in a very long time, so hopefully I'm not too rusty. I'm excited to have our guest today because they have been a fan of Drinks First for a while, which is always a huge compliment for me. I'm absolutely not biased at all, but I would love to learn a little bit more about you because I don't actually know you at all. <laughs> Do you mind telling me like a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you're living right now, how old you are? Cool. Yeah. Um, I live in Brooklyn. I'm 24. I am a web designer and I also help manage some artists. So I book shows and do all of that stuff, right? Cool. And and where are you from? I'm from Ohio. Uh, Grew up in like a little tiny town in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. It literally, it had like one stoplight. It was so You're kidding. And everyone knew, (laughs) everyone knew each other. It was awful. Um, We actually had, I think at one point, the world record for the world's largest tractor parade, (laughs) which is just That sounds not real. It was so awful. They would shut down the main road for like four hours. <laughs> it was That's rough. The one road with the stoplight. Yeah, the one, the one road with the stoplight. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I have, a, someone told me the other day, I have like Midwest charm with a New York City attitude. And so I'm like still living off that comment <laughs> for now. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see if, if it holds up. Um, where did you go to, where did you go to school if you, if you did go to school? Yeah, I went to Kent State University. Go flashes. <laughs> and what what did you study? <laughs> I studied computer science um, and user experience design. Okay, so that's kind of how you ended up where you are now. Mm-hmm. Are you like a freelance developer or do you work at an agency? Yeah, it's all been freelance up to this point. Um, oh, cool. I've been doing my own thing now for like probably about four years, um, which has been, it's been tough here moving to New York, right? Like your cost of living goes way up, but um, it's really nice. It's really nice to be able to like set my own schedule, right? And like, if I want to go surfing on like a Wednesday morning, I can go do that when no one's out. It's so. Fun. Where are you surfing in New York City? <laughs> the Rockaway Beach. I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't. This is like a New York secret. You can't go. You can go surfing at Rockaway Beach, and you can take the train all the way out there. It's super easy. So you take a surfboard on the train. On the train, yeah. All the way to Rockaway Beach. All, all the way to Rockaway Beach. Yeah. And it's like on like a random weekday morning. It's usually just like me and like four other old dudes out there. (laughs) It's so funny. Uh, How does one learn how to surf when you live in the middle of Ohio? uh, Well, I didn't learn until I got here. Uh, So like last year during COVID, I had like a really, um, during the lockdown, I had like a really tight friend group. Um, And so we would just like spend all of our time at parks or at the beach. And one day we all went surfing and I didn't know how to surf, but um, there was this kid like sleeping on the beach in a tent and, uh, he saw us like breaking out the surfboard and he was like, Oh, yo, what's up guys. You need some surf lessons. And we were I, like, I was like, yeah, sure. That sounds cool. I'll take a surf lesson. Um, and so yeah, this dude's name is Jay and he just sleeps on the beach with his hot Brazilian girlfriend who he told me all about. And he makes his money doing surf lessons for people. <laughs> That's how I learned to surf in New York. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, I knew people surfed here and I knew they surfed at Rockaway, but I always assumed it was like 
people who are just hardcore about surfing and it was like hobbyists <laughs> it's yeah i mean it's a little bit of both because like there's people who go out in like the middle of january right and those people are like really dedicated right they're like full wetsuits but um it's honestly like a great place for beginners right because the waves are not crazy they're not going to kill you <laughs> so did you invest like in your own surfboard yeah i just got one uh this past winter you got to buy it in the off season so it's cheaper <laughs> oh my gosh yeah that's fascinating yeah. I'm not that great yet though. I'm still, I'm just telling you, like <laughs> I'm still working on it, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun thing to do. For I sure. mean, I'd be very interested to know if anybody else who listens to this podcast is a surfer and has surfed in New York. Cause you're the, <laughs> first, I've lived here my whole life and I don't think I've ever met anybody who has surfed here. Wow. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's a fun, it's a fun time. Okay. So what brought you to New York? What brought me to New York? Um, well, I, had always, I had always wanted to come here. Um, it, it was, you know, I had like that dream to like move to New York. Um, I interned here a few years ago for a summer and ever since then I wanted to come back. And so, um, at the time I was like seeing this girl in college and we like dated for a few years and we had like lived together and stuff. And, uh, the plan was to like move out here with her, but as soon as she graduated college, she wanted to stay in Ohio. Um, and so we ended up like uh partying ways and i moved here to new york on my own no you know no formal job just like a carry-on suitcase you know everyone does that though i hear that's like a really common story um but yeah I, I just wanted to like i wanted to just like meet a lot of new people right and like be in this place where like everything's super exciting and so i moved here uh like two months right before the pandemic started and got like a little taste of that right before it all uh shut down so you're a relatively new New Yorker. It's been like yeah, less not even than two years. years yet. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like we have a lot to touch on. You were just like, yeah, this girl I was dating for a few years, we were going to live together. Like that sounds pretty serious. We were, yeah, we were living together. Oh, we were you, living. you were living together. Okay. So yeah. that is really serious. It was a lot. Yeah. It was, um, it was, yeah. I mean, like you learn so much about someone when you live with them. Right. And we were. We were also to make it even like messier. We were like also business partners, um, and we had like a <laughs> we had a gardening company that we ran for a little bit, and so like that breakup was like like very messy, if you can imagine. <laughs> oh, I well, people can't see what I'm doing, but I just like threw my hands up in the air because I was like, why <laughs> would you? Why would you get in business with somebody you are? living with sleeping with dating like that doesn't yeah well I mean less, like lessons learned the hard way right <laughs> <laughs> also yeah. gardening like how are you like a gardener do you have like a green thumb I, I I am now um after running a gardening company I was definitely not before but she um she was very into it and um we ended up like managing a lot of community gardens around the around the city around Cleveland um, and we would go teach it like little, um, preschool classes and kindergarten classes and like, you know, give them like little plants and stuff. It was very sweet. It was a very fun time. So yeah, I don't know. I, it was, it was a very wholesome, like I said, a lot of lessons learned from that <laughs> few years in Ohio. Right. Like what sort of lessons? Don't do business with the person you're in a romantic relationship with. Right. Like that's, that I'm never going to do that. I mean, if you want to do that for sure, like do your own thing, but I think it can get really messy. Um, I also know now that I'm not going to like move in with someone for a while, right. For a while, like 
we're <laughs> we'll move in after like two years of marriage <laughs> is the way <laughs> i'm exaggerating of course marriage. but like that's essentially the the sentiment right is like <laughs> i'm not gonna move in with someone now unless it's like very serious and like um we both are like financially sound to like get separate houses if we need right if <laughs> if one of us needs to sleep at a separate house that night right <laughs> you really got <laughs> scarred by this experience yeah I mean there's a lot I've been to therapy so I'm good <laughs> but there's I can laugh about it now but it was definitely a lot at the time for sure I'm sure so when did it end well it ended that that December December 2018 yeah because I moved here January 1st 2019 Oh, so you just, you were like, I'm going to get up and dip. Like, I've lived this <laughs> life. I've been here. Like, yeah, I moved to New York. Yeah, I really, I mean, I just, like, had no other reason to stay in Ohio other than, like, I mean, like, family. But, like, they're very supportive of me, right? So, like, they, they totally understood. Okay, this is one question I ask everybody, and I, I didn't get to ask you at the very beginning. Sure. Like, where do you like to eat and go out in New York? Hmm. Um, well, I'm very, I live in East Williamsburg right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm very spoiled. There's a lot of like really good food around here. There's, um, this really good vegan diner I go to called Champs Diner. Um, there's also Wind Sun literally right next to my apartment, which is so good. Um, I could, I I could just spend so much money if I was not careful at these places. I usually go out in Bushwick just because it's like more, I feel like it's a little more fun than like Lower East Side and it's like cheaper sometimes. And like, uh, the vibe closer is to you also different. also closer right like if I need to drunkenly walk home it's very easy but I yeah I, I also enjoy um I went out in like LES the other night and found my way into some <laughs> some bar I was like following I was with I was with my friend and we were like <laughs> just walking around we had just smoked a little bit so we were like just kind of vibing out and there was like this big group of like dudes like all high-fiving each other like walking around you know like shooting the shit and stuff and I was like that look like let's just follow them let's just see where they go and so we ended up like like tailing them a little bit but like not in a weird way and um at one point they stopped and so we were like okay well we have to like keep walking we can't like stop with this group and so we walked like two more blocks down the street and ended up at this bar called double down saloon where they play it's a very like it's a dive bar right it's like a saloon and they play like old spaghetti westerns and like really like high class porn on the tvs the whole night <laughs> amazing so we ended up there somehow and then next thing we knew like 20 minutes later that group that we were following from before came into the bar <laughs> and we had beaten them there so it was a very um I don't know that night was just very fun in terms of like going out I've never <laughs> thought about like looking at a group of fun people and being like yeah I'll follow you <laughs> yeah I mean we had no plan right we had that's the best thing about New York is you can just like go outside without a plan and like stumble into something right so do you do you live alone or do you live with roommates? I have roommates. Yeah, I have roommates. I currently have three roommates. I'm about to have four roommates. Oh my gosh. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun though. It's fun. We're all, um, everyone's pretty like artsy and into music. Um, I play music and it's a, yeah, it's, an, it's a cool vibe, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of people who move to New York kind of have this question. It seems like you've been here then less, less than two years. Part of that was in a pandemic. How did you make friends here? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very lucky. I got very lucky. I was able to make friends pretty easily, I think. But I also, like, made sure to, like, go out of my way to, like, you know, like, when I first moved here, those first two months, I was, like, going out every single night. I was going to meetups. Um, 
luckily I work in, you know, I work in like tech and design. And so uh, like music, it's like a very social like workspace, right? So like everyone you're like working with, you're also like going to happy hours with or going to shows with. So I met a lot of people that way. I would just go to concerts alone and just like start chatting up with people or I would go to like happy hours and stuff and meet people. And then that, you know, if you like start to vibe with someone, you like get their number and you go to a park later that week, right? And that's kind of how it snowballed into like this really good group of friends that I have now. That's awesome. I mean, I think that requires like a certain level of confidence, right? To just go to something alone. I mean, it's, it's a lot, right? Like it's definitely nerve wracking. I don't blame anyone who's like, you know, who would rather just like stay inside and like is too afraid to like go talk to people. Cause I've, I've been there too. Right. I've definitely felt that, but I've never regretted (laughs) going out and meeting people. Yeah. 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 I totally get that. I, I think like, you came to New York, you ha- you got hit by the pandemic. And then once things started opening up, that energy of like just yeah. being outside and I think people were just way more open has – and I still feel it, the, the fact that people go out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, it's every <laughs> like, night. It's relentless here, right? It's so <laughs> much. Like it wasn't like this before. Like it was – I mean, everything existed. Like, it's the city that never sleeps, right? Like, you can do something at any time of day. But, like, it is so much more extreme now than it was pre-pandemic to the to the point where I feel like I've had to, <laughs> like, get away from the city. And I was never one of those people that was like, I need a break. This really? is too much. Wow. <laughs> it, yeah. It's exhausting, it's, right? It can be, so like, much. it can be exhausting for sure. What do you, like, what do you like to do when you go out? Where do you like to go out? Um, it, it, I mean, it varies. I think pre-pandemic, um, a lot of it would depend on the kind of music I wanted to listen to that night. So, okay. like, if there was a DJ I liked that was really, like, if there was, like, a DJ I really liked that was playing somewhere, I would make the effort to, like, go out to Brooklyn and go see them um, versus, you know, and I like, like, house and techno and, like, things like that. Sweet. So it would be... Like I would go to like Good Room and elsewhere and you yeah. know, all of the like all of those places, lots of fun. Um different vibe from Manhattan. When I was in Manhattan, like pre-pandemic, it was all I don't I don't know if you would like know these places because this is like closed now, but Lola. But I mean mm. some of the places that are like popular now, like Paul's and Acme yeah. and like all of those places. I've That's cool. Would you ever move back to Manhattan now that you've like gotten a taste of Brooklyn? I, I don't live in Brooklyn. I live in Manhattan. Oh, where do you live? Oh, you um, still live in Manhattan. Okay. I still live in Manhattan. I've never lived um, anywhere besides Manhattan, um, in New York at least. I grew up here, um, and I live on the Upper West Side at my family's place. And okay. I, yeah, I moved for a bit during the pandemic. I lived in Miami for six months, and oh, I've just cool. kind of like been bouncing around. I'm like going to Europe for a month in a little bit just to like get a change of scenery, and then when I come back, I'm going to find my own place, probably downtown. So yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. I bet Miami was a lot of fun during the pandemic. Yeah. Miami was ridiculous. Miami was, um, (laughs) there were no, it seemed like there were no rules there. No, no. Miami was an absolutely (laughs) godless place. It was like COVID never existed there. It was, it was wild. Um, it was a very insane six months. I don't know how I managed to be there for so long because my friends would come and visit for a weekend and then they'd they would leave. They're like, I had a friend <laughs> who came and stayed with me and her flight was like later in the evening. I wake up and she was gone. 
Whoa. And I was, I was like freaked <laughs> out. I was like, where are you? And I get a text from her three hours later. She's like, I just needed to leave Miami. I'm in, I'm back in New York. I just like ran to the airport and got a flight. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. You know? Wow. But it was an experience. Okay. So you've told me a little bit about how like you've made friends, but how have you met like people here to go out on dates with? Um, yeah, most, I mean, mostly the apps, to be honest, especially during like COVID. I met a couple people in person, just like through friends of friends or just like, you know, we'll start talking at like a party or something. But yeah, mostly the apps, mostly the apps. I feel like I have had the best success with Bumble, honestly, mm-hmm. either Bumble or Hinge. Do you have like a preference or do you do you have an idea why that might be? Uh, well, I don't, I don't really like check Tinder. <laughs> I don't really like take it seriously anymore. I feel like it's fallen off. Hinge, I feel like gives you more opportunity to like be, I don't know, like, like put yourself out there or just like express your personality more. Right. But yeah. And then, and then Bumble is just like the, the, the women, the women that choose to message me first, I think I usually tend to get along with. So yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure why it is. Honestly, I don't think about it too much. You're just like, this works for me and that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it works. It is exhausting though. Right. Like, um, I, you know, I know it's like 20 times worse for women (laughs) because there's just like an abundance of men here, but uh, yeah, it can get exhausting, like having having to message people and like, you know, always like have the same small talk conversations over and over and over, right? Are you the kind of person who like likes to talk to people a lot before you meet them, or do you try and get off the apps as quick as possible? Yeah, I mean, I I would rather just meet up in person, right? I don't think I'm the best texter personally. People say I'm like <laughs> my like text voice and my like actual voice are very different. So I feel like I feel like getting off the apps is like kind of the kind of the goal but not you know once once it's like once we've established like we're comfortable and like not murderers and all that stuff right <laughs> I mean you never really know <laughs> exactly yeah you never know <laughs> you got here right after a breakup and like a what sounds like a pretty messy breakup were you quick to start dating again or did you take some time the, yeah I mean admittedly yes um <laughs> the breakup was very messy it it kind of spanned out over like several months so like it wasn't it wasn't just a clean cut right so it's like coming off of that it was definitely rough um so when i got to new york i definitely i think i jumped like right in right like i just <laughs> had all the apps the first day i got here and man it was brutal right like the the dating difference between ohio and new york is just very stark right everyone here is like so quick to judge and like very fast and like nobody has time for like bs right like everyone's got something to do right so it's like you have to like get really good at just like a like getting to the point when you have conversations right you can't just like nobody's bored here right nobody's bored so you just gotta like be interesting and like on your toes and also like not too into people right like um nobody here well i won't say nobody i feel like a lot of people here are just like not looking for serious commitment right because everyone's like young and you know um super into like their careers and all of that and so it's like um, if you're like really into someone right away it's like a big turnoff I think right and I've I think I've been on both sides of that (laughs) I've been on both sides of that now what was it like in Ohio in Ohio it's like people are just very like like okay with what they get I guess (laughs) which is sad to you know people settle people settle it's really sad to say I don't think people have like the same ambition or like 
maximalist drive that everyone has here, right? Where everyone's trying to like be 5% happier or 5% more like, you know, I feel like I've personally struggled with this a little bit, but like feeling like there's always someone better or something better, right? And so like you question like what you have, right? It's the grass is always greener thing, right? So I'd, I feel like I didn't, I didn't feel that in Ohio, but I definitely get the sense from friends that still live there that like that's the case, right? Like people are just, there's less choice and therefore like you're more like appreciative of what you have. Do you feel like you settled when you were in Ohio? No, at the time I didn't. At the time I didn't. Looking back now with like all of these new experiences, like, yeah, I, I guess like I would have been, right? I had no idea, <laughs> right? I think like once you get exposed to like new stuff, it's like, um, it's hard to, yeah, I don't know. It's just like you're constantly changing, right? What sort of what sort of new stuff have you been exposed to in New York? I mean, everything, right? I've had to do like a lot of, like on a serious note, I've had to do like a lot of relearning in terms of like, you know, my worldview and like culture and like all of that, right? I don't know. I've just been exposed to like, like here's how you like be an adult in like a, a city, right? And like, here's, you know, how like, <laughs> how like metro systems work and like buses and subways and like, I don't know, just like everything, right? It's like New York has everything. And so you're just exposed to so much all at once. And it's like, it's a lot, right? It's a lot. You can be really like sheltered from that in Ohio. And I feel like that's what my parents' goal was, right? <laughs> when they were raising me. Totally. And in terms of relationships, like what sort of dating have you kind of been involved with since being here that you've have you broadened your horizons? Do you find yourself dating a lot of Midwestern girls? Like, what's it like? No, not really. I mean, I don't know if I have a type. I'm pretty sure I don't. Everyone I've dated is like very different. I don't know. I feel like I've 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 gotten to like meet so many like different kinds of personalities here. Like the <laughs> the classic like you know Midtown girl, right? And like the <laughs> the Bushwick art hoe, and like all of that stuff. It's like, I, I don't know. There's like a lot of, um, obviously a lot of like different types of people here. And yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. I don't, I don't know. I don't go into the dates, like thinking that I don't like bringing this up is weird to talk about. Cause I don't like, I don't seek that stuff out really, but it's just like, yeah, I don't know. We, we end up just like vibing. And then like when we're, it's, it's interesting hearing on like dates or like when we're out, like how they were raised or like all the different traditions that their family has. I feel like my family never really had traditions, right? Or like, like what is like American culture like, right? You know, like a lot of people have like fun, you know, foods that they always make or like recipes and stuff. And like my parents never had any of that, right? <laughs> my parents like didn't even really like teach me how to cook at all, right? So it was like a lot of that I had to just like learn on my own, right? So you've been, I mean, by dating, you've also just been exposed to a lot of different kinds of people and lifestyles and things like that since being here. And yeah. I guess it sounds like you aren't closed off to any, like, different kind of person. Um, you said No, you I, I really try not to be. Mm -hmm. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. This is like a... I feel like there's... I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to like ever be like closed off to something. Right. If you mm -hmm. don't, if you don't know about it yet. Right. Totally. Yeah. 
have you had any experiences like in the past like since I guess since you've been here that have been formative dating wise <laughs> so during <laughs> last March before COVID started um I went on this date with this girl it was like the this was the last weekend right this was like the last weekend it was like March 6th or something and we went to this bar and we had like a really good night right it was like a really good first date ended up meeting her roommate there at the bar right so like that's a good sign on the first date but then it turns out <laughs> three days later we <laughs> I'm like feeling really bad I'm feeling really sick she texts me she's like hey I'm like feeling not super great and I was like oh yeah me too and she's like yeah my my roommate actually tested positive for COVID and <laughs> this was like right after our first date we still didn't even like like seeing this each is other also like, like right at the beginning this is right at the beginning yeah so everyone's freaking out right like nobody knows what's going on I had one roommate at the time and she was <laughs> she was very upset at me for getting COVID and was like you need to leave she was like you need to get out of here like go get a hotel or something because you're not staying with me now that you have COVID and I was like what <laughs> you need to I need you to go get me groceries please <laughs> so so I'm I'm like texting with this <laughs> with her and like we're joking around and like I'm like oh well what if we just like lock down together wouldn't that be romantic right and she's like yeah that actually be fun we should do that and so so I like like went and like like essentially like lived with her and her her roommate while we all had COVID for like two weeks and it was it was honestly like super fun it was like super fun for those two weeks we had like we were playing like Animal Crossing all the time and like walking her dog and like cooking together and like it was just like a really like fun, like romantic time, right? It was like we were camping or something together, right? That was, I don't know, that was a lot. It was a lot, right? Because we like learned a lot about each other like really quickly. <laughs> the fact that at the beginning of this, you said, I'm never going to move in with someone until like two years after marriage. <laughs> and then you go on one date with a girl and you're like, hey, like, let's live together for two weeks. Man, you know, I'm not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, see, I mean, like it was it was just it felt you know it felt fun and exciting and like um we were like both like very into each other right that it was obviously a mistake though right you should not move in with someone after the first date um <laughs> listeners beware um i don't and, know if anyone was ever thinking about doing that. yeah no <laughs> apparently i'm the only one um <laughs> no we like learned a lot about each other i think the part that made it worse was I had a friend at the time who was a reporter and um, I was like telling them about this and she was like, we should write a story. We should write a story about this, like love in the time of lockdown, right? Or something like that. She like interviewed me about this whole experience, right? It was like, it was like a small thing, right? I was like, yeah, sure. Like that sounds fun. I'll help you like get your article quota for the week, right? And then like the next thing I knew, like I wake up the next day and the had picked up the article and I've got like, like 40 texts on my phone from like people from high school I've never like I haven't talked to right like my grandma texted me she's like you're in the and I was like what I'm in the so I like I like rushed to the computer right I'm like what the heck and I've got just like this this terrible article <laughs> where they like changed a bunch of facts and they like made it like they you know they had their own story to push right <laughs> my my favorite part um they had a they had a screenshot of one of my tweets that was like <laughs> I tweeted, um, oops, looks like I caught more than just feelings on this date. <laughs> they use that like as their like header image. It's very funny. 
Yeah, I don't know. So we, we, that article, I think, gave a lot of, it led to us then getting me, right, getting a lot of like requests for um, <laughs> interviews. And there was like a documentary crew that wanted to like put cameras in our, in her apartment, not my apartment, her apartment, so they could like film us during our like romantic ex escapades or whatever. Um, <laughs> and I was like, we should do this. They're going to pay us like $30,000. It'll be fun, right? Like, and that, I think all of that added pressure, right? was like not super great. And it really just like, on top of like all of the other problems that we were finding out about each other after our first date, right? Like, and all of the like personality mismatches and stuff like that added pressure definitely um, led to us breaking up. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, How it was long a fun were you time. Together? We were together for, I guess like, I guess like almost two months, I think almost two months. Yeah. That is a we, world whirlwind of stuff to happen in two months. It was a lot. Yeah. And we were, I mean, we were seeing each other, we were living together, right. For like two weeks, essentially. Um, so it was a lot, right. Like we, we did a lot. In that I time. feel like most New Yorkers like, can't even go on three dates in two months. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel like I had a whole like relationship, right. Like I had a whole relationship in like just the, just that month. Right. And yeah. what, what were sort of like the personality like mismatches, like the things that you found out later, like that didn't really work out? I don't know. I think at the time I was still, I was still a little too judgmental or closed off, I think, to like really like fully understand where she was coming from on a lot of things, right? Frank, like frankly, I, I got a little jealous at the time and like her, her like ex was like still texting her. And so like I got freaked out about that. But like, in reality, I like shouldn't have um, to just like <laughs> admit my flaws right now. I don't know. I think there was for her, I was probably too much, right? I think I pushed a lot for right this article. I was maybe a little too vain. Even even just like small, even just like small stuff, right? Like <laughs> like she squeezed her toothpaste from the middle of the tube, right? And like. Like, you're never going to, like, know that about someone, like, <laughs> on, like, a second date, right? Maybe you will if you, you know, hook up on the first date. Yeah, I don't know. Just, like, a lot of, like, weird mismatch stuff like that. Or just, like, diff we would, like, we were, like, into, like, different kinds of shows. I think we had, like, slightly different senses of humor. Do you think that if you didn't have all of that added pressure, it might have, like, either worked out or lasted longer than it did? For sure. I think it, I think it would have lasted longer, right? is that for the best or like, like, did it work out for the best? Maybe. Right. I think ultimately, right. Like we would have ran into those issues anyways. Right. So. Right. So say. maybe you should go live with someone for two weeks after you go on a first date. That's the moral here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it all back around. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a much quicker way to figure out, you know, without playing games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and my lease is up at this month, so if anyone wants... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, after that happened, clearly, like, in the midst of quarantine, like, there wasn't much, like, meeting in person. Like, did you do any of that, like, online, like, fully online dating? Like, have how has, like, dating been for you since then? Um, I did, like, some FaceTime dates. That was... I, I think we were all pretending it was fine. <laughs> it was not it was you know I think everyone was kind of fed up at that point with video calls already I definitely took some time after that right like 
to just, I don't know. I just like spent more time with friends. Right. Like I, like I said, I had like a really like tight friend group during lockdown. Um, so I spent a lot of time with them, but I think like, as soon as like summer was rolling around, that's when I like started doing a little more dating. Yeah, there was, I definitely went to like a, a few house parties that were not safe at the time. Right. <laughs> with like, yeah, I think we all like nobody wants to admit it, but we like summer of 2020 was, you know, maybe a little presumptuously open. In yeah, New York. yeah, I'll admit it. I'm anonymous on this. So <laughs> I'm not, but I did do yeah. I did. Do, I definitely did do that. Um, no, we, I mean, like, ultimately, we were like safe about it. Right. Um, like I wasn't hanging around like people at risk um, and like I would go get tested and stuff. Right. Plus, I had already had COVID. <laughs> true. True. Yeah. So. Did you like meet anybody at those house parties or was it just like still I did, dating yeah. people? Yeah, no, I, I met some people at those house parties. I feel like it's all, I feel like it's all blur at this point, right? You know, like it feels like a weird, like fever dream, like all of last year. It's hard to like. Remember. Why are you, you're censoring yourself? Why are you censoring Why am I, yeah, why am I censoring myself? I don't want to like expose myself to you. It's, it's not just that me. It's just me. <laughs> just you yeah just you and like <laughs> everyone on the internet yeah but like nobody Whatever. knows it's you you know <laughs> that's the beauty it's like that anonymous therapy that is good i this is this is tough this is i'm gonna just say this is tough like being the interviewer here and like knowing that uh or the interviewee and knowing that this is like <laughs> this is this is me right like i'm putting myself out there for people to you know be interested in me right like that's a lot I know it's pressure hopefully like yeah and it takes a lot of like guts to come on something like this hopefully being anonymous you know yeah. eases some of that I feel like too I'm like not super great at talking about myself like I definitely feel like I'm um it's something I could work on for sure I feel like I'm definitely more I should be on the other side of this. I should be interviewing you. <laughs> it's not natural. It's like not a natural state for most people to sit and talk about themselves for like an hour. So yeah. <laughs> don't beat yourself out and down about it. Like it takes one, a very courageous person to do this to like, there's no right way to do it. Like at all. Right. Yeah. So, and it's, so then it's, so then it's a game of like, like, how, like, how do I want to sound? Right. Or like, am I self-aware enough to know that <laughs> what I'm saying is like dumb, you know, or like, look, whatever. there are people who come on and they are like, I can never listen to my episode ever because I like, it just cringes me out. And then there are some people who are like, I have a friend who interviewed with me and she was like, yeah, I send people I am dating to listen to that so they have a better idea of who I am. So <laughs> I have like different ends of the spectrum here and I totally like, yeah. what I would say is like, yes, you can learn so much about somebody in 45 minutes to an hour, but you never know like what kind of day you're catching someone on. You never know like what kind of mood they're in and it, you, ta you take everything like as you hear it, but don't just judge somebody by those few things you know everybody has to make their own opinion for themselves so I yeah. wouldn't be like I wouldn't be too too scared to but obviously you talk about whatever you want you be as comfortable as you want to be like I don't want to push you in any yeah direction. no no it's okay no this is this is it's fun I'm having fun <laughs> <laughs> it's also it's it's like kind of intense right like I've we've it never met intense. and you're just like telling a stranger essentially everything yeah about your life 
and you're like intimate life. And it's also, yeah, it's like very intimate and it's very like, I feel like, unfortunately, it's like very one-sided, right? Like it's very much my perspective on all this stuff. And, you know, like I, I know I've like made mistakes and stuff and I'm like trying to like <laughs> figure it out, but like I, I'm probably missing something, right? I'm probably missing some like key thing, right? It's very hard to like self-evaluate, right? We can talk about more lighthearted things. We don't have to like just talk about like <laughs> how you were feeling after like a really intense relationship. Like that's <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot, man. Nobody nobody spills that stuff on the first date anyways, right? <laughs> no, but I mean that's what makes this podcast interesting, right? It's like you get to that's learn true. about somebody beyond what in in a way it's like we're on like we're on a first date, but I'm talking to you in a way that I would never like talk to a first date. But no, it's good. It, like, it's probably good, honestly, to just like cut right to it. That's that's the difference here, right? And that's like the whole point of this podcast is that you get to learn somebody deeper than you would if you were you saw their hinge profile or you met them at a bar or a party, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I think in moments like this, I usually try to like when I'm overthinking, I'll try to like deflect, probably. Yeah, right? everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, post post intense relationship after you had already been out of an intense relationship. Like, please tell me you had some fun. Yeah, I, th I think that just turned into a lot of like, you know, just like hookups and like less about like, I don't know, like the dating thing, right? I think that's when it finally clicked for me, right? In New York, I was like, oh, like, we're not, we're not dating, right? We're like, we're just like going out. We're like having fun. We're just like exploring together, right? We're just like doing, I'm going to have fun and you can join me if you want, right? Like stuff like that, right? And I was like, oh, once you take all that pressure away, right? It's like way easier, right? Because then you're just like, oh, this sounds fun. Do you want to like come join me, right? Also like you're hot. So like, let's make out on the subway <laughs> station, right? <laughs> I think it's so like funny what you had said earlier about people in New York and the way that they date and that it's like, everybody's so busy like everybody just kind of has their own thing going on nobody like wants to commit to anything <laughs> and I think that's so true but I think it's like the fakest thing ever because most people I'm not saying all and it's definitely not true for all people but most people eventually want some sort of commitment some sort mm -hmm. of partner and also like want to be treated with respect <laughs> and I feel like a lot of New Yorkers have sort of just kind of given into this well you know what it's like not that serious and like what well, yeah it's not that like we're just seeing each other like and it, it, people could be seeing each other exclusively and like won't even say they're dating um, yeah yeah it, I know someone that, like that that's been like with someone for like eight months now and yeah. I'm like so like girlfriend boyfriend and they're like no <laughs> yeah exactly don't, don't say those words <laughs> it's it's like forbidden here it's so hard to get to that point with somebody and I think yeah it's like culture in New York to kind of move quickly like not want to waste your time I think that's a big thing like I hear a lot of girls say that I say that too all the time I'm like I'm busy like I don't have time to waste on somebody who's gonna waste my time right. and so it's kind of that mentality across the board um, but I think it's also a defense mechanism for most people. <laughs> like people want commitment. Yeah. They want to be treated with respect. They want like the things they want open lines of communication. And mm -hmm. it's so easy in New York for people to either like 
just kind of disappear or just be like, I'm busy or like, I'm not re- like, don't want something like serious. The amount of times somebody will like say to me before we even meet, you know, like, what are you looking for? Or like, I just want to be clear. Like, I'm not like looking for anything serious. And it's like, I haven't yeah. even met you. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot to put on the table right away. <laughs> how am I supposed to make that judgment call when I haven't even met you? And the amount mm-hmm. of times that happens, like people are so afraid of commitment and I don't think people actually are afraid of commitment because I feel like in the long term, like that is what most people want. But there's just this weird like mentality of like. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I feel like like everything here feels temporary to me, at least. Right. Like I, I don't I don't like hang up art on my walls because I'm like, oh, I'm going to move out in like a year. Or so in like 12, you know, 11 and a half months, I'm going to have to take that down and like spend the day like repainting the walls. Right. It's like everything feels so temporary. Right. So it's like it's like. I don't know, like being able to commit to anything for like thinking of commitment, right? Sounds like really scary, right? And I think a lot of people don't want to be rejected, but want to feel appreciated and like wanted, right? Because I think everyone wants that, right? That's it's such a key point that like, I think that drives most people's, um, you know, fear of commitment is fear of rejection. And especially in New York, people are so high achieving, right? People want the best career. They want the best apartment. They want to go out with the best people. They want to eat at the best restaurants. Like (laughs) everything is a fucking competition in New York. Being rejected means you're not good enough, you know? And that's not something anybody wants, especially somebody with the mindset of like, this is like, I want to do the best possible thing that I can do. But right. then when somebody has the ability, one, if you're vulnerable enough to br- let, let somebody <laughs> have the ability to bring you down or reject you, like, that's why people also build up walls for, for commitment and communication, like, all these things. New York yeah. dating is, is messy. It's messed up. It's like, no. It is me- yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, I also, what I do like about this post-pandemic New York is that, I I said this before, I think, there's a different energy. I think people are putting themselves out there like way more than they were before. Um, I guess hot girl summer is like yeah. actually real here. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you feeling that? Are you feeling the hot girl summer? I guess, yeah. I I definitely think that like um I think my outlook on dating has changed since COVID. Like I've been way more spontaneous and way more yeah. like uh like open to things off the bat or when I'm out when I wasn't before like I would always say to my friends yeah I don't go out to meet people I just go out to have a good time and that was true Mm -hmm. I have a lot of friends in New York not looking necessarily to make more friends but which sounds terrible like I'm I'm always open to making new friends um (laughs) but like pre-COVID I I felt like I you know I had my friend group I had my like circles of people and when I went out I was not focused on like going home with someone or meeting someone mm-hmm. but now I'm just way more open to that possibility like when I'm out I yeah and COVID I think, really made you like rethink like I like I was like why did I say no to all this stuff before right yeah you know and now that everything's reopened I'm like I'm just gonna say yes to everything and then <laughs> stress about that later exactly yeah so I think I kind of had the same epiphany I think a lot of people did which is like why not why not yeah (laughs) like I don't know like do you have any 
crazy stories? Do you have any like funny stories that you would want to share? I don't know. I feel like I shared the big, I shared the big story, right? Mm -hmm. I should have done some more self-reflection before this, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I should have like journaled out, like I wrote out like my timeline or something. I've been, I've been on a lot of dates, right? I think, I think I can't think of one specific story, right? But I do know that like, I've definitely felt some of the like highest highs here and some of the like lowest lows, right? Dating in New York. Like I was talking with some friends the other night and like the topic came up of like, what was like your worst night in New York, right? Like what, (laughs) what was like, it could be brutal here sometimes, right? It can be like a lot. And I don't, I couldn't think of like one specific instance, right? But there were definitely like nights where it's like pouring rain, right? And like, I, you know, just gotten broken up with and I'm like walking home because the L train's broken down for some reason, right? And so I'm like walking like 30 minutes home and it's like, wow, man, man, like (laughs) this sucks, right? Like this is, this is the worst night, you know, stuff like that. I don't know. At the same time, dating here can be so fun and it's like some of the best, some of the best times I've had have been here, right? Like that double date where we all just like got way too drunk at a tiki bar and like, you know, accidentally like lit the the side, the bamboo siding on fire with the, <laughs> the, the flaming shot, right? Like stuff like that, right? Going to these crazy house parties or just like, see, honestly, one of my, okay, one of my favorite things about <laughs> dating in New York is seeing other people's apartments. Like, <laughs> that's everyone, so interesting <laughs> I love it so much I love it so much I love like seeing how people have like their mirrors set up is really interesting to me right like how like how how does this person like prepare themselves in the morning right is like <laughs> always something I'm like kind of curious of like some people know like no mirror in the bathroom, right? Some people don't have a mirror in the bathroom. They just like do their thing, right? And they get out the door, right? And like, I respect that totally. Some people are like, they have like a whole separate corner of their room dedicated to like putting on makeup and like getting ready for the day. And like, it's so funny seeing all of the differences and like people's decorations and their art and like their, even like their beds and stuff, right? And I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's much worse for girls, like seeing how guys decorate their, decorate, I'm air quoting right now. (laughs) <laughs> decorate their rooms um yeah that's just something that's always stood out to me here you have to be honest have you ever come back from a date <laughs> and looked up their apartment on street easy yes <laughs> yes <laughs> and sometimes I... i'm surprised sometimes i'm like oh my god they're they're rich like how are they affording this place right <laughs> i do that all the time <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like what if i like oh, what if I like just lived here next year, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, oh, their lease is coming up soon, right? I know, it's so telling. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, they're paying this much and, you know, 40 times the rent is probably like, for their salary. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, it's, it's, That's crazy. Yeah, the the internet is is too scary and too easy but <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> such a such a New York thing is <laughs> to like look up a yeah, place right? easy. So there was like, you had written in your like application and we don't have to talk about this if you're not comfortable, but you said like you identify as bisexual. Okay. Is that yeah. like, is that something you would want to talk about or no? Um, yeah. I mean, we can, we can talk about it. I, I'm not like, I'm not ashamed of it or anything. Right. And I think like generally I'm more on the straight side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, 
in, in general, I think like guys are just kind of gross, <laughs> you know? Me too. So <laughs> <laughs> like they, we really are, we really are, but there are like, there are times, you know, there have been like guys in the past that I've like, you know, like made out with and like done stuff with. Right. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's very limiting to not even like explore that stuff. Right. Like I have, I have a lot of friends who are just like, so like, as soon as you like mention something like, Oh, you're like, Oh, I love that guy's shirt. Right. And they're like, like gross dude. Like, <laughs> like what's wrong with you. Right. Or like, I don't know, stuff like that. Right. Like I feel like male culture can be very toxic. Right. Like clearly. And a lot of times it's like hard to like be like emotional. Like I don't have like really deep emotional conversations with my guy friends. So when I do find someone when I do find a guy who's like more open and more emotional right um, I tend to like vibe well with those people and like mm-hmm. that has led to us you know going on like guy dates and stuff like that right like you know guy dates like in quotes like dates like girl, like girl yeah dates <laughs> like guy dates there I mean <laughs> there's a difference between hanging out with someone and going on a date so I'm guessing you're saying date <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it can be both though right and and when you're dating, I feel like when you're dating someone of the same gender, it's like, there's way less pressure and like the labels don't mean as much. Right. And there's no like pretenses as to like, oh, here's what the boyfriend's supposed to do. Here's what mm-hmm. the girlfriend's supposed to do. Right. It's like very, it feels very equal. Right. And I like that. I like that about it. Right. Totally. And is this something that like you kind of d- like figured out or discovered? I don't, I don't really know like what the right word is like when you <laughs> came to New York or. Like- um. No, I think I had, I had like known before, right? Mm-hmm. And I had like I had made out with people in like high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely something I've had more opportunity to explore here, right? Totally. Um, and like the the type of guy here is different too, right? It's not all like like I'm not I'm not into like the fish holding type dudes, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly like curious as to who is. Um, some people are people really are you know maybe in Ohio there's someone out there for yeah there's (laughs) someone out there for everyone true (laughs) (laughs) so what are you sort of looking for now going forward like well what are you hoping to get out of this what am I trying to get out of this I was thinking about this a lot actually before I came I was like why am I going on this (laughs) (laughs) um I don't I still I'm still in that period of like I just want to like say yes to everything right and this sounded fun that I love the podcast right so it's like um having the having the opportunity to come on here and chat with you is like like why would I say no to that right and if I meet some cool people out of it like that would be fun so, be cool. we'll go to concerts we'll get food together I don't know we'll like go surfing wind up some, we'll go surfing yeah we'll go we'll go to the beach we'll get real tan <laughs> together <laughs> that's awesome and thank you so much for coming on and being vulnerable I know this is not an easy thing to do but Take some solace in that people won't know who you are. <laughs> no, and this was even... really, this was a lot of fun. This was actually a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, well, I end every single episode with a segment called Shots. Okay. It's rapid fire this or that questions. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Work hard or play hard? Both. You have to do both iPhone or Android? iPhone. Dine out or delivery? There's, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Both nights. There's different kinds of nights, right? 
it's rapid fire. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, dine out, dine out. <laughs> Laundry or dishes? I'll do the dishes any day. It's so therapeutic. I fucking hate doing the dishes. Um, <laughs> TikTok or Instagram? TikTok. It's a guilty pleasure. Me too. Money or fame? Fame. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi generation. You are the first person on this podcast ever to say Pepsi. To say Pepsi? No the, way. The first person. Wow. I have okay. Every it other. It must be the Midwest like, thing, honestly. Maybe. I, my dad drinks. My dad drinks like two cans of Pepsi a day. It's so unhealthy. That's crazy. That's, I've never yeah. heard anyone say Pepsi. Um, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> spicy or mild? Spicy, of course. Coffee date or drinks date? Honestly, I love it. I love a good coffee date. I think you have to be really careful about setting the mood right, though. Also, I know this is rapid fire, so I'm not going to go into depth on that. <laughs> what is your favorite season? I like fall. I like sweater weather. What would you rate yourself out of 10? <laughs> Six. <laughs> Maybe what... an Ohio eight. <laughs> <laughs> what is your drink of choice? I love a good Moscow Mule. What is your favorite song at the moment? Ooh, um, my roommate he just released a track. <laughs> it's, it's called Saucy Girl. Saucy Girl. <laughs> okay, and if you had a boat, what would you name it? I'd call it the SS Island. Okay, yeah. and that is all of our questions. Thank you so much for coming on. I had a great time. I hope you did too. Yeah. No, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> thank you so much to our guests for talking with me today. If you're interested in matching with them, visit the link in bio on Instagram at drinks.first. Or if you don't have an Instagram, email us drinksfirstpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials for the latest updates, guest information, events, and other fun content. If you like this episode, please remember to rate, share, review on your podcast app. That helps us grow the most. I'm your host, Ariana Nathani. You can find me on Instagram at ariana.nathani and on TikTok at ariana.nathani. Be sure to check back next Tuesday for a new episode.